What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy. It's your host, JR. And I am the host of the Best Kept Secret Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. And it's been a minute, but I'm back. Needed some time to calibrate, trying to get all my thoughts in order. I'm working on a lot of things. And I just want to take the time out to say that I appreciate those that support me. We will continue to grow much more than you know. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. Shout out to all the supporters, the the patrons, the patrons. Uh, you're greatly appreciated. Um, shout out to those that are, you know, slowly engaging in the YouTube channel, trying to upload more content, trying to make it a more pleasurable audio and visual experience. And with that being said, you know what time it is. But before that, let me start off by saying, if you could show love, like, comment, share, subscribe to all of the platforms, Best Kept Secret, S-E-E-K-R-E-T, Facebook, YouTube, any streaming platform, I'm there. Um, with that being said, let's get into it, man. You already know what time it is. Stupid, I'm not going to let you get the chance. What you think? Stupid, I'm not going to let you get the chance. All right, let's get into it. Got a lot to talk about today. But before we do that, you know I'm going to play a song. Um, I'm loving to see the climate that we're currently in as a, as a person that loves lyricism and hip hop. It's coming back. It's coming back to the forefront. We had locks, we had dipset, we have Nas. I love it. I love lyricism. I love hip hop. Let's get away from this, uh, bibbity, bibbity, bop, bounce, trap, flow. Let's get to lyrics. Let's get to content. Let's get to messages. I love to see this. This is like a kid in a candy store. You're giving me Drake. You're giving me Cole. You're giving me Nas. You're giving me Kanye. You're giving me the Locks. You're giving me Jadakiss. You're giving me excuse me. You're giving me Dipset. Like this is this is amazing. As somebody that loves that type of content, because that stuff is no longer pushed to the forefront. Music originated in New York, hip hop music. That's where it started. It essentially branched out into other various states, and everyone has their own sound and similar style. But for over the past few years, everybody's doing the same thing. You got New York rappers sounding like Texas rappers, sounding like down south rappers, where you have West Coast rappers trying to sound like down south rappers. The music used to be, there used to be a divide in the music. West Coast had their sound, down south had their sound, East Coast had their sound. But because south music it was, became more, of, like, more um, popular, everybody started sounding the same. There was no way to distinguish the music and that was a problem so i'm glad that we're getting back to the core foundation the core roots shout out to black thought in the roots and i love to see it i love to see it that being said gotta play the god nas king's disease 2 is out we gonna talk let's get into it bless us this is off of the dj Khaled album nas album done Timeless, classic. Best kept secret. Classic shit. Talk to him, Khaled. Dom the Monko. It's one of the greatest MCs that ever picked up a microphone, man. With Godson across his belly. Talk to him, Nas. 
Uh, a divine leader, shine brighter, bonita, mommy, me, the line sniffer, never poetic, rhyme writer, cheaper, ebony empress getter, celebrity apprentice, a devil show, big up to Africa, another Mexico. one, Hennessy, margarita, finishing eater, so dear, spread them here, don't be acting innocent either, Kobe, it's only to the Kobe, just a phony assassin, a lot of niggas owe me, I'ma tax them, a lot of sisters hold me to something holy and Catholic, cause the rosary and gold fashion, just an attachment and accessory, now everywhere, all I see is Pablo Esco. Last time I checked, I was still breathing. My neck was still freezing. Now everybody got an Escobar season. To everybody on the album cover existing. This trend I was setting, it came to fruition. I'm assisting to push the culture forward. To all my ghost supporters, ghost supporters like a local black owned grocery store. Cause in the hood, shit ain't passed down through blood. It's a dub on that. We get government aid. Spin it at day stores, putting their kids to college. We need balance so we can lease and own deeds in our projects. So I'm asking G's to go in their pockets. The racial economic inequality, let's try to solve it. Talk to him, Nas. My signature fade with the bevel, bevel blade. blade. That's a major key. I told her she's still like that. That's a major key. Headshot. Run it, sign yourself. That's a major key. With Tony hat on the table, it's like us. We a major key. Still underestimated Every mistake a lesson Mercury retrograde Yo, I'm the Marco up in the heavens maybe It's affecting back with niggas Who don't be repping lately I'm playing chess with babies Niggas is nursery Niggas impersonating Rehearsing me Nothing like me I'm the first to meet And that's quite certainly So official Come get this issue Some women crazy I like a woman to show me wisdom These hoes easily convinced To pop their pussy With a loaded pistol Y'all ain't meant to be played Says the brother with the signature fade Still pay stacking New stats from she belongs to the streets. To computer hackers, check the fashion in Monaco. Getting ocean mist on my history hats. Cali called me while I was in album mode, so I put it on hold for the major key. My album done, niggas. Wait and see. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Timeless. Forever. Iconic. My signature fade with a bevel blade. That's a major key. I told her she's smart and loyal. I like that. That's a major key. Start a label. Run it. Sign yourself. That's a major key. What Tony had on the table. It's like us. We a major key. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you. Right, <laughs> that was Nas. Album done off of the DJ Khaled project. And we're going to talk, man. We got a lot to talk about. That's off of the major key. So let's get into it. Apparently today there is a sensitive, there's sensitivity in the climate and cancel culture is more prevalent now more than ever. The baby, the rapper, the baby has made headlines for his insensitive remarks regarding LGBTQ and the community has basically ostracized him. He's on the verge of being canceled. He's been dropped from numerous tours, numerous uh, brand deals. He's lost a lot of money. And I've been saying this on my podcast, and I've been saying um, this idea that freedom of speech is free, it comes with a cost. You may think that you can say whatever you want to say, and you can but there is a price. Everything with everything that that comes with a, with a cost, there is a price attached to it. There's always there's always something that's going to come with whatever it is that you're purchasing, buying, or do. 
with every action comes a reaction. So you have the ability to say what it is that you want to say, but just understand that when you say what it is that you say, there are repercussions and consequences that come along with that. And apparently today, a lot of people don't realize that it's till it's too late. People just think they can say and do whatever they want to do with no repercussions and no consequences. And life does not work like that. What you put in is what you get out. What you what you say could possibly come back to harm you. The things that you do can often come back around. There is no up without no down. There is no light without no dark. So there's always a polar opposite to anything that there is in life. And I wish more people would pay attention to that and understand that in its whole. And uh, I wish people would understand that as a whole. A lot of people are walking through life thinking that they can do and say whatever without any consequence. And I'll be completely honest. Some people think that they because they maybe not they don't they get away with it for a period of time and doesn't happen. Nothing will happen. No, there will always be pushback. There will always be a time where you have to face what it is that you've done. Now, the stuff that the baby said. So the baby was basically having a concert, um, and he, um, rolling loud, and he was basically saying, like, hey, shout out to the people that don't have, uh, I, like, HIV. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, that's not uh, out here doing things in the car with other with the same sex and, all these different things that were offensive. Just do your song, do your music, get on the stage and, and, and get out. I don't understand how people are so unaware of this climate that we're living in. I say this stuff all the time. People get canceled every day. People pay for the things that they say and do every day. No one is exempt. The baby, I think the issue with the baby is, and he's finally realizing the ramifications of his actions. The baby has been getting a free pass. The baby has gotten away with shooting someone, with slapping people, hitting, putting, putting his hands on females, all these different things that the baby has been, been getting away with. His name was always in the headlines for some something other than his music. He makes good music, but he cannot find a way to not stay in the fucking headlines. He's always in the headlines. And it's nine times out of ten, it's not for anything that he's doing musically. It's always some behind-the-scenes BS. Grow up. You're a grown-ass man. Cut it out. No one's going to say this, so I don't care. I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a stack. You make music, bro. You make good music. But making good music does not equate to you being a good person. All of the things that I've seen the baby and I've heard about the baby, I try to not pass judgment, but where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm a firm believer in that. And there's been a lot of fire coming your way. There's a lot of smoke, too. Everybody keeps putting out the fires. But there's smoke, and it's to the point now where no one can ignore the smoke. It's kind of ironic and crazy. All of the things that he's done, you could literally make an argument that the things that he's done as far as putting his hands on people, male and female, committing a murder. The murder, I understand, because that was a situation where someone was threatening his life. So that's understandable. But some of the other activities and the behind-the-scenes stuff that he's been involved in, he really hadn't. No, like those are the things that he should have went down for. But it's, it just shows you the power of the LGBTQ community. When a community comes together, the, you have the Jews, you have the LGBTQ, and you have different organ of oh, the Asians. When they come together and say, hey, bro, we're not playing with our name. We're not playing with our brand. We're not playing with the things that are associated with us. They make you pay for it. I wish in the black community we had that same standard where if somebody does something, we hold them accountable. 
But apparently today that's not the case. So I'm looking at this situation with the baby and he's looking like somebody that's he's in a situation. He's got himself in a pickle. He's in a situation that he's trying to wiggle out and get away from. But you make your bed, you have to lie in it. That's the that's the times that we living in. So he makes these statements. Then he comes back and apologize uh, two to three times, multiple times. Nobody wants to. And then with the apology, if you're going to apologize, bro, just apologize. Apologize for the remarks. And that's it. But all of the times that I've seen from the apologies that I've seen, he makes a statement that it just it, it's not an apology. If you're going to say, I wish somebody would have educated me and don't tear me down and social media moves fast. These are par- these are I'm paraphrasing, but it's to the extent of what he was saying. Social media tears me down and I haven't had the chance to get the education and learn. Bruh, just apologize. Say, hey, I'm sorry for the remarks I made towards the LGBTQ community. And if these remarks offended anybody, that was not my intent. I uh, I am sincerely apologizing for the things that I said. But let me tell you where he messed up at. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. The baby has always been firm and saying I stand 10 toes down on what it is that I'm saying. I'm not changing. But what happens when you start losing brand deals and you start losing money, you're going to apologize. He was one of those guys that was going to dig his heels deep into the ground and stay firm and stand 10 toes down on what it was that he said. But he, and he didn't realize it until he started losing all these in deals and sponsors. Nobody wants to mess with him. Then, then he understands that it's the same thing with Tory Lanez and T.I. You have these guys T.I. is a great rapper in, in his own right, as well as Tory Lanez. But these are not the brothers to be speaking on this situation. You have T.I. dealing with these cases of women saying that he's uh, taking advantage of them in certain situations. Him and his wife were running some kind of sex ring. Bruh, sit in the corner, chill out, shut the fuck up. Tory Lanez, bruh, you were accused of, you were accused of something that a lot of people... Believe that if it's, if granted that you are guilty, that you will never be able to come back. Shooting a, a black woman, an unarmed African-American black woman in the foot. If it comes out today, if it ever comes to the light of day that, that, you're, that you actually did that, your career is over. The only reason what's saving him now is that it's, the process is taking too long and no one's hearing anything about it. So it's looking like <clears throat> he didn't do it. Or there's not substantial evidence to prove that he did it. So that's really what's saving him. That's really what's saving him. But you need people, valid people, to speak on your behalf. You don't want people to have a past speaking on your behalf. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't, it's not credible. That's like going to jail for murder and having another murder say, yeah, man, he's a good dude, man. Like, if you gave him a chance, like, no, bro. You're, not, you're the last person, the wrong person to be speaking in this situation. A lot of these guys just got to chill out, leave it alone, don't speak on it. But, of course, I understand the anger people want to speak. Uh, even Boosie, you have Boosie in there as well. Boosie want, has made comments about it. We know the culture. We know the climate. I don't understand how many guys will have to get canceled and put in these situations for y'all to understand. Y'all cannot just say whatever it is that y'all want to say. These are these, We're not living in 1990, bro. This is no longer the 90s and the early 2000s where you could just say whatever you want to say. The networks have changed. The parameters have changed. The language has changed. You have to be, you have to play the game to to an extent, to a certain degree. 
You cannot go through this life thinking that you can say and do whatever it is that you want to do and there are no repercussions or consequences to your actions. It's insane. We're living in a new world, man. It's very soft. It's very, that's just what it is. Complaining about it's not really going to do much. So, and, and what, I mean, let's be real. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you, <laughs> we don't care. The world doesn't care. Nobody cares. We know that the world is the way it is. I bring it up just to bring attention and awareness to it. But, I mean, I know the rules of the game. You have to change the rules of the game. It's like playing basketball. If they're stopping you from driving, you got to learn to shoot. If they have if they have parameters on, okay, we're not letting him dunk, we're not letting him drive, we're not letting him get baseline, you better work on that mid-range, you better work on that outside three-pointer. The rules of the game have changed. You have to adjust. A lot of these guys do not know how to adjust. They want to still dunk and still do fancy, uh, fancy, flashy layups. And the game today, the way that it's constructed, does not allow you to do that. So you have to make adjustments. You have to change the parameters. I guess maybe maybe a couple of more rappers will have to get canceled or some serious, drastic ramifications will have to occur for a lot of these dudes to understand it. But that just seems to be where we're headed. But it's unfortunate, and a lot of guys do not understand this. This is the times that we're living in. The world is a sensitive place. The things that we used to allow in the 1990s, 95, 2000, 2001, 2010, we're in 2021. That's over two decades. Three decades. The times have changed. The things that you used to allow, like wrestling, I'll give you an example. Huge fan of WWE. This was back when it was the WWF, World Wrestling Federation. Eventually, they changed their name because they had some kind of world uh, wildlife foundation. So WWF had to change their name. And there was just a big ordeal with that. And then the content was not seen because a lot of soccer moms and veganists. And it, this was when the time being woke and the things that kids were being exposed to, they took away the attitude era. In my opinion, that was the worst move ever. When re when wrestling, when I, I knew the world was coming to an end, and I know this may sound silly, but I knew the world was coming to an end when they took WWE away. I mean, WWF, and then they made it WWE. That was that was pretty much the beginning of the, the era that we're in now, where everything is soft. Everything is like, we just have to understand this. Times changed. Kids are growing up now. Content is more... Um, watered down, made it more appropriate for kids to watch because kids are the consumer of content. And kids cannot be watching content that's not for kids, not safe for kids, not safe for work. So you just have to adjust with the times. Hopefully the baby learns from this situation and moves on and, and take it as a learning lesson. Sometimes you got to take your hits on the chin you, you, you can't sit there and whine and cry about the game. You can whine about getting fouled all day, but if the ref don't blow the whistle, the ref don't blow the whistle. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! It is what it is. That's the, that's the name of the game. You can cry all day. I'm getting fouled. They're not playing fair. The rules are the rules. I don't make the rules. I just report them. It is what it is. Dom DeMonco, DeMonco, so hopefully the baby can learn from this situation as well as T.I. and Tory Lanez. Because the one way that you can learn is 
when you're everybody loves you when you're at the top of your profession, when you're at the top. But when you go through some dark, enduring times, that's when you're going to find out who's really there for you. And I believe a lot of those gentlemen were able to find that out. People stop. People distance themselves because at the end of the day, everything is about business. Everything is about money. We live in a capitalist society. I say this all the time. It's facts. People got bills to pay. People got lifestyles to maintain. People got families to feed. People's, uh, the people that work for them have families to feed. You cannot damage the brand. You cannot damage the business. It is. That's what. That's what it is. Speaking of brand and business, we got we got uh, transitioning into a different topic. We got Drake and Kanye. Uh, there's no really no uh, release date for Drake, the CLB certified lover boy. We're still waiting on that album. I don't know what's taking Drake so long. He needs to hurry up and drop this album. Kanye West, Donda, uh, he's had two less listening sessions, but we still have no album. Um, the, I've checked on app, uh, the iTunes store. The, the dates keep changing. It was August 9th. Now it's August 15th. He keeps pushing it back. He's releasing the, I mean, all the music, you can go watch it on YouTube. The actual, he's already exposed the music, but it's just, he's not, he's not uh, made it to where anybody can purchase the album. Um, but knowing Kanye West, he's like Dr. Dre. He's a perfectionist. I think that's where they, uh, he comes from that school of Dr. Dre, where they take really long to mix and master and they want to make sure the vocals and everything is perfect. Um, but yeah, we need that. We need that album. We need that music. Um, Kanye West is still at Mercedes-Benz uh, studio, uh, not studio, stadium, pretty much a studio because he's recording music. He lives there. So we're just waiting on an album. Uh, football season is about to start, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out. There's a lot of things that's going into uh, both of these albums. I, I don't know if they're trying to release around the same time. Um, the predictions, I have, I have Drake. Drake is going to do over... He's easily going to go over 250. He's going to easily sell over 250,000. Kanye West, uh, I have him around over 250,000. I would definitely say Drake, just because of the anticipation, Drake will probably sell more than Kanye. Kanye's always going to do numbers. So it's not saying that Kanye's not going to do numbers. It's just that Drake is a more, um, people love uh, Drake, and he's been making us wait. We were supposed to get the Drake album last year. It didn't even come out last year. He had to push it back. So I think the anticipation for that is what's going to make his album sell even more. And I don't know if that's maybe what Kanye's, Kanye's plan is. Kanye's doing this, trying to do the same thing to build the hype and anticipation for his album as well to try to boost the sales. But, I mean, people want the albums. Just drop the music. It's kind of what I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly what it, what's the angle. Like, what is, what is the main, uh, what is the idea of what it is that uh, Kanye West is trying to, get done from this album just drop the music the fans already heard the music you might as well just drop it so the release date the original re release date was supposed to be august 5th but it keeps getting pushed back so that's one of the issues a lot of this album that kanye west recorded he recorded it in uh, mexico and he returned to wyoming to record majority of it um push the t uh, it was definitely a, played a part in this album. Um, yeah, Kanye's just really been on a roll uh, as far as his music. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that uh, this album will be one of the best uh, Kanye West albums. He has a song, uh, Jesus Lord, with the locks and J Electronica. I like that. I like that song. 
Um, he has some good songs. We just have to we just have to wait for the music. It's kind of hard to distinguish exactly what it is because you know Kanye West is not uh he he basically shifts music. So what we might be hearing, he might not put on there. He might switch and change it. And he has Larry Hoover Jr. on the track. So I'm looking forward to that. Levitate, Wash Us in Blood, Travis Scott. That's an old track. So it's like it's not really any telling uh Kanye because Kanye West has twenty supposedly supposed to be twenty five tracks. I believe that out of those twenty five tracks, some of those tracks are gonna be old tracks. They're not gonna be all new. Some of it might be stuff that he previously recorded and he's just mix he's just adding it to what it is that he has. So we definitely have to wait and see. But I definitely like uh, I like where he's headed with the album. So speaking of albums, like I said, we're waiting on Drake. We're waiting on uh we're waiting on uh, Kanye West, CLB, and Donda. Speaking of uh, albums, let's get into what I want to talk about. The man, the myth, the legend, Nas. Nas just dropped King Disease 2. Um, for those that don't know, Nas is a staple in hip-hop. He's uh, regarded as one of the best MCs. You can make an argument that he's better than Jay-Z. Some people say that he is. Some people say that he's not. That's neither here nor there. Uh, me, prefer, per, uh, personally, I love Jay. I love Nas. I put them at 1A, 1B. I can't really distinguish. Uh, of course, Nas is the better technical rapper. But Jay is just as uh, technical in his own right. So, with that being said, um, King Disease 2 um, is amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm sitting here listening to it. Uh, I listened to it the whole the whole day. I listened to it yesterday. Um, Nas is basically reinforcing that he is one of the best, and not not only is he one of the best, he's giving you content that relates to life. Now, the King Disease is basically saying that it's like the the King Disease is a a way of him saying that once you reach the top and you have everything, you get the, the diseases, the stuff that comes with, the things that come with being the best. Success, you no longer are inspired, you're lazy, you're greedy. Those are the diseases that, that he's mentioning, he's referencing. He's basically saying what comes with being the king. Basically saying that, you know, despite all of the things that come with the system and the things that come with being successful, there's also some negatives that are associated with it. And that's one of the things that I like about Nas, that he he's he's showing us the good and the bad. Some rappers only want to show you the good. Some rappers only want to show you the bad. But more, we know what it is. In today's society, social media, everybody shows the good. Nobody shows the bad. Nobody shows when they're struggling. Nobody shows because it's not cool. Uh, the only time people do that is when they want to do the Olympics. Oppression Olympics. Feel bad for me. This person did this. Like, we don't have time for that. But like I said, with Nas and what he's doing in this album is 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 amazing. It's a it's a beautiful album. Uh I love I love the fact I love the reemergence of Lauren Hill. Um a lot of people focus on Lauren they don't really realize that Lauren Hill is is a spade. She's a jack of all trades. She can sing, she can rap. Her rapping is is uh spectacular. Um let me basically give you guys some of uh, the the things that I that I took away from the Nas album. 
So I feel that Nas is basically um, giving you an inside look of his life while also still, he's staying with the times. So like he switched from Primo because anybody that knows Nas knows that he used uh, Prem. Prem being one of the... uh, the original DJs from back in the day, that's all he's usually used. So now I guess he got tired of people saying the same. He has that Nas, because that's been a thing, a Nas thing where he say he has bad beats. He picks bad beats. So I guess Nas had been hearing that. He worked with Hit Boy on The Last King Disease. This project, he worked with a Hit Boy again. So nobody can really complain about the beats because that's always been a Nas thing is that he picks bad beats. Nas can get on any beat. The pen game is sharp. The music, the content is relatable. He is the definition of what a real MC is, and he doesn't pander to what is hot. He stays true and relevant to himself. You can say that you can make an argument, or you could even say, well, Nas is putting these features. Nas was never really a feature person. That's why J. Cole and Nas are kind of similar. Nas has never been a, a, a heavy feature person. If you go back to listening to Nas's entire albums, he didn't have a lot of features. Same way as J. Cole. But again... You have to be able to demonstrate your gifts and not only be a narrator of your own experience, but also engage and have other people enjoy and involve themselves in that experience as well. So I would definitely say King Disease 2 is it's not only a remarkable album, it's one of the best. It's, I won't be surprised. It's gonna, he's going to win another, uh, another Grammy. So the first track you have is called The Pressure which also features uh, Quentin Miller on there as well, as far as production. That's the number one track. Number two is Death Row East. And in that track, Death Row East is basically Nas going over the Tupac situation, Death Row situation of what happened and what occurred during those times. 40 Side is number three. EPMD 2 featuring Eminem and EPMD. For those that do not know who EPMD is, EPND is a hip hop group, an original hip hop group. It was featuring Eric Sermon and Parrish Smith. Eric's uh Eric Sermon being the E and PM as uh Parrish. So the next track, number five, is rare. Number six, YKTV, you know the vibes, featuring A Boogie with the hoodie and YG. Seven, Store Run. Eight, Moments. Nine, Nobody featuring Miss Lauren Hill. Ten, No Phony Love featuring Charlie Wilson. Eleven, Brunch on Sundays featuring Blast. Twelve, Count Me In. Number 13, Composer featuring Hit Boy. Number 14, My Bible. Number 15, Nas is Good. All of the lyrics were written by Nas and Hit Boy and their collaborators. All the music is composed by Hit Boy. Executive produced by Nas and Hit Boy. The thing I love the most about Nas is that he's comfortable with himself and he's easily able to confront his past. He's able, he's able to bring you into his world. He's like a narrator of a movie and he's telling you the play by play. And I'll be honest, this is the most action we've seen from Nas. He's given us King's Disease in 2020, and he's given us King's Disease 2 in 2021. Nas is active. On top of all of the things that Nas does, him being a um, a cryptocurrency Scarface mogul, 
on top of just being a father and having all of these different hats, being a businessman, being an MC. He's giving us music. He's being consistent. A lot of rappers are out here talking that they're good. Let's not talk. Put it out there with your music. Show us that you're good. Your music is the is the test, the test of time. Well, your music will stand the test of time. A lot of these guys think their music will stand the test of time. Your music is only here for a moment, a flash in a pan, and it's gone. Nas is out here putting his money where his mouth is. If you want, if you want to claim and want the title of being the best, then you have to prove it. It's, nobody's going to give you nothing. Nobody's going to give it to you. Nas understands that. He's already solidified himself. Nas is one of the goats. But he's going to continue to show you, hey, I'm here. At, at 47 years old, I'm here, and I'm still giving you good content, quality music. Oh, by the way, I'm on here with some of the guys that, I'm on here with some of the greats. I'm on here with the Eminems. Oh, I'm on here with the Charlie Wilsons, the Lauren Hills, the A-Boogies, the YGs, the Hit Boys. I'm going to show you that I'm the best. That's what it is. And he he had... He was able to tiptoe and walk a fine line with the features. He had features that lend themselves, that gave you uh, gave you an old school feel, but it's not to where it it overpowered. It doesn't feel it doesn't come off as forced. These features seem very organic, and it's not really that many features. Out of fifteen songs, he has features on six of them. So other nine tracks, you have. All nods to yourself. So if you guys could take time out and, and go ahead and support that album, support that that project, Nas, King Disease 2, I'm going to go ahead and play y'all something off of it. Uh, one of my favorite tracks off of there. I just got to pull it up. But yeah, y'all have to understand that Nas is, Nas is a different dude, man. Here you go. Nas is good. Your form right here. Best kept secret. Touch up the game like a photo edit. Camera roll like Oscar Michaud. They got a roll of credits. Before they watered it down and taught us bogus lessons. Written in stone, write whatever in your history books. Me and ancient Egyptian skin tone had similar looks. On my trip out to Cairo, I felt home on arrival. I swam in the Red Sea, took a boat on a Nile. It's in my blood to drive these cars and live as lost. Escobar cigars, avoiding the prison bars. Nas. I deserve the threads in my closet. Big boy deposits, Nike shares, and stock tips. Catching up with those who had a head start. Used to get eviction notices that had a red mark. The lights was out, that's why we sipped dark. Acting the fool at the pool in Queensbridge Park. Would not survive in my hood. Pull up with all of my jewels on the Nas is good. Nas is good. Dom DeMarco. So much I go out of a blazing shootout. You say I can't come out there. I throw it all away. Big shout out to DU forever. His brother Herb, R.I.P. Now you woke. I'm laughing at. I used to say not talking to anti-establishment business. Look at my settlement cases. Gate the some stitches. Used to put bottles to faces. All we ask is forgiveness. I'm passing for the sin. Somehow I got a cleanse. Back in 2010, Department of Justice wrote me looking for one of my friends. I ain't know where he was at. If I did, I never snitch. She cold, I walked into my greatness. Freak, throw they a party okay then. Raised by a queen, that's the only reason. 
cash that reinstated. Death to the pessimistic mind state. Lack of hope, low spirit, mother. Life to kings, getting the king's ransom, living handsome. Ha. Yo, head, we did it. King's disease. Two. That was Nas. Nas is good. That's just a little bit off of that project. If y'all could, like I said, go ahead and listen to it in its to it in its entirety. Good music, good vibes, and I love the fact that we're getting real New York hip hop back. New York is back. New York, New York, New York is back. As a kid that grew up in the South, I've always been a lover of lyricism, wordplay, delivery, schemes. I love I love it all. But music has gone down south. And it's that's cool. You need a change every now and then, but it's become so watered down where all of the music is sounding the same. There was no there's no way to distinguish who's who. Everybody's just chasing the money, chasing the bag. The music became a byproduct and suffered in a result of that. So I'm glad that we're getting to a place where people are able to showcase their ability, showcase and remind people, hey, this is what it is. We do this. We're penmen. This is where it came from. We're bringing out the swords. We're bringing out the guns. We're going to war. It's wartime. It's wartime. I love it. Speaking of transitioning into wartime and music and lovers of hip-hop, over the week, during this week, we had the verses of the Locks versus Dipset, and it was beautiful. New York was out in, in its entirety. The world was able to see on full display. A lot of people had the dip, had Dipset beating the locks because a lot of people argued that Dipset had more. They had more singles and albums and individually, individual and collectively uh, accolades and awards. And a lot of people used that and basically discredited the locks. Uh, but they don't understand that the locks is really a cultural. It's the, the locks cultural impactful street anthems. And, of course, the guest appearances would be able to uh, equalize the diplomats. And a lot of people, like I said, this is, goes back to what I said on the podcast. A lot of people equate being popular as being the best. Just because you're popular doesn't mean you're, you're the best. And I think this, this was a perfect prime example of that. Dipset and Locks, if you put them together, everyone knows Dipset. A lot of people don't know the Locks. The Dipset is more popular, but that doesn't make them better. I will repeat myself. A lot of people know Dipset in the locks, but being popular doesn't make you better. Dipset having more accolades and successes and awards and more songs and more chart-topping songs doesn't make them better than the locks. The locks is a staple in hip-hop, a legendary group. These members were established around the time when the notorious B.I.G. was still alive. They were under his imprint. They're the original runners of hip-hop. Sheik Luch, Jadakiss, Styles P., Signed to Bad Boy under the under the imprint of P. Diddy and Notorious B.I.G. Bad Boy Label Entertainment. Then you take Dipset, who were with Universal and Sony. Then you transition them and move them into Rockefeller. Then they did their own thing. Joel Santana, Jim Jones, Cameron. The biggest takeaway from this this uh, verses that I saw was that I saw brothers with the locks. I didn't necessarily see brothers with Dipset. I see dudes that get money together. 
maybe talk from here to here on time to time. Like, hey, you know, we, we just doing this for the money. Deluxe is a real brotherhood. Styles P, Chic Loose, Chady Kiss, that's family. The Dipset used to be like that, but I guess over time you can tell that there's still some lingering things in the past that have not been resolved, issues that haven't been resolved, men that haven't spoke to each other in years, that it just came on the stage just to collect a bag and go. That's what I took away from it. Like I said, people have to understand. And then a lot of people don't even realize that the locks are the only group, one of the only groups, to be under Bad Boy Records and then move to Rough Riders. Rough Riders was uh, DMX. So they're one of the only crews in hip-hop that can tour as two very different labels and brands. Bad Boy is a brand. Rough Riders is a brand. Two very different labels and brands. Not many artists can do that. Not many groups can do that. The Diplomats, Dipset, might be able to do that to an extent, but even still, I don't think so. They were on Sony back in the mid-90s. Uh, Cameron was the forefront. He was the head. Uh, all of these guys came from Harlem. You had a Harlem Yonkers battle. Harlem is always known as the fly, the flashy, the real out there, popular, whereas Yonkers is more gritty, grimy, hood, street. Harlem dudes are fly. They talk a lot. I know because I had a couple of New York homies. And a lot of people tell me that I give them New York vibes. I hear that a lot. Because I my taste in music and the, just being around certain people, I don't sound like I come from Texas. I hear that all the time. But that's neither here nor there. But yeah, a lot of people just had Dipset winning this thing without really doing their research, doing their due diligence. Of course, I like Dipset, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was... Kind of thought the locks were gonna they're gonna be because the locks always take the underdog. The locks have two different brands. They can do all of their bad boy stuff and they can do all of their rough rider stuff. Then individually they can do their own stuff. Now the only reason why like people I see why people would go off the dip set was because of the popularity. You have them as a they're not uh their projects are not as strong together. What makes Dipset really good is their individual music. Whereas the Locks, they they can do both. Now, as far as them being as popular as them, no. Like Styles, the most popular member in the group of the Locks is obviously Jadakiss. Then it's Styles and it's Chic. Same thing with with uh, Dipset, but now the roles have changed. It used to be Cam. Cam was the face. Then it was Jewel's. Then it was, now it's currently, right now, most likely, most recently, is Jim Jones. Jim Jones has been putting out the best music. Like I said, you can make an argument that Jim Jones and Joel Santana have better solo careers than Styles P and Sheik Luch, respectfully. But that's not the point. Let's go ahead and get into it. So for the first round, we have Fuck You versus uh, Dipset's I'm Ready. The winner of that was The Locks. Round two, we had Nori, the locks banned from TV versus Dipset, Crunk Music. The winner of that round was Crunk Music, Dipset. Round three, we had DMX featuring Locks and Mace. Niggas done started something versus Cameron, Lil Wayne, Touch It or Not. Winner, Dipset, Cameron featuring Lil Wayne, Touch It or Not. That record was fire. Round four, Sheik Luch featuring J-Hood, Jada Kiss, and Styles P, Mighty D-Block. 
versus Joel Santana, Santana's Town. Dipset, the locks won that one. You could make an argument that Santana's Town should have won that one. That, that's a good song as well. Round five, Jadakiss, Who Shot You versus Cameron, Get Them Girls. Ambitions as a writer, the locks, Who Shot You. And you could, and this was when you could tell that it wasn't going to be good because it just started started going downhill. Round six, Jay-Z featuring the locks, Reservoir Dogs versus Jadakiss. Oh, yeah, Jay-Z, the locks, Reservoir Dogs, Jadakiss, Blood Pressure versus Cameron 357 slash Just Fire. Uh, Dipset Just Fire won that one. Round seven, Mace, you got the locks, 24 Hours to Live versus Jim Jones, G's Up, Harlem Bird Gang Money. The locks won that one. Round eight, the locks chest to chest uh, funk flex freestyle versus Cameron featuring Master P about it, about it. The locks. Round nine, the locks dope money versus Cameron featuring Jay-Z. Welcome to New York City. Winner with that one was well, uh, Dipset. Cameron, welcome to New York City. And of course, round 10, Ja Rule featuring Fat Joe, Jadakiss, New York, New York, slash Akon featuring Styles P Locked Up versus Jim Jones, Certified Gangster. Obviously, the winner of that is going to be the locks. Uh, this is uh, round 11. Jim Jones, Fly High, Balling. We Fly High, Balling versus uh, Dipset versus uh, Jim Jones. So we gave that, they gave that one to Jim Jones. We Fly High, Balling. Round 12, Puff Daddy featuring the locks, Lil' Kim, and Notorious B.I.G. All About the Benjamins versus the Dipset Anthem. Obviously, the locks is going to win that. All About the Benjamins is fire. Round 13, the locks, Wild Out versus Cameron, Killer Cam. The locks won it. Round 15, oh, round 14, Sheik Luch featuring Styles P, Kiss Your Ass Goodbye versus Jim Jones, Salute, 848, the locks. Round 15, the locks felony niggas versus Cameron featuring Jules Santana, old boy, hey ma, dipset. I was gonna win that one. Round 16, the locks ride or die. Mariah Carey featuring Jada Kiss and Styles P Hunting Remix. J Lo featuring the locks, Jenny from the Block, Mary J. Blige, Family Affair Remix, Slash, Sheik Luch, Hood Love, Jada Kiss Knock Yourself Out versus Jim Jones featuring Trey Songs, Summer with Miami. The locks took that one. Round 17. Styles P, Good Times, I Get High versus Joel Santana, Murder, Murder. Obviously, the locks is going to win that one. Round 18, Jadakiss, All for the Love, DMX featuring the locks, Rough Riders, Anthem, Remix, DMX featuring Sheik Luch, Get At Me Dog, Slash Notorious B.I.G. featuring the locks, Last Day versus Cameron featuring Selena Johnson, Down and Out, the locks. As you can see, the locks just turned it up. Round 19, the locks, money, power, respect, slash Jadakiss by your side, slash Jadakiss, put your hands up, slash Jadakiss, featuring Styles P, we gonna make it, versus Cameron, I really mean it. The locks got that one. So it was a, it was a 13 to 6 win, the locks, the locks won. It wasn't even close. And then Jadakiss and them started pulling out their freestyles and things like that, and it became a whole nother breed. It just, it just became something totally, totally different. So like I said, uh, the main thing that I took away from this versus is the fact that New York is back. Real MCs is back. Um, Hip hop never left. I love seeing this in the culture. I need more of this. I hope we get more of this, more MCs, more raps, more battles, more verses, and just more good albums, more good projects. And people stop putting an emphasis on things that don't matter. 
Let's focus on the music. Let's focus on some good stuff. I love seeing hip-hop come back together. Like I said, it's been a while, but let's be real. Let's keep it three stacks. Music has gone down south. Everybody sounds like Future, Migos, Lil Baby, Da Baby. It all sounds the same. Doesn't matter where you go now. Everybody's trying to make music to sound like them. You even had a point where French Montana, I didn't even know French Montana was from New York because he was sounding like he was from down south. It is what it is. Roddy Rich sound like somebody from down south. It wasn't until somebody told me, oh, Roddy Rich is from Compton. Roddy Rich is from the West Coast. I was like, what? It just shows you music where it's headed. Everybody's trying to sound like down south rapper. So I'm glad we got that, able to give these men their flowers. Uh, Nas, Jadakiss, The Locks. I just want to put this out there. People need to stop acting silly and stop being ignorant. Do your due diligence. Do your research. Pay homage and just understand the the understand the platform and understand hip hop as a whole. If it's okay to say you're not aware of music and the individuals that make the music, I'm tired of people hearing people say Jadakiss is underrated, Nas is underrated. Jadakiss and Nas have been themselves their entire careers. Jadakiss has always been a killer. Nas has always been a killer. Nothing has changed. The only thing that's changed is that you just now, uh, you just now became aware of who they are and what they do. People have to stop acting like these people aren't who they are. <clears throat> if you were misinformed or not knowledgeable, just say that. It's okay to say that. Jadakiss has been here. He never changed. Nas has been here. He's never changed. Nas has been Nas. The locks have been locked. The been the locks. It's you. You weren't privy and you weren't able to comprehend the music. Do your due diligence. Go back through the catalog, come through the catalog, and do your due diligence. That's all I'm saying. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close this thing out. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys much more than you know. We will continue to grow and grow. Remember what I said, life is short, Gary Coleman. Um, If you love somebody, tell them you love them. Life is short, you might never be able to tell them again. Remember what I said, you cannot force people to be who you want them to be. They will be who they want to be. And let's close this thing out. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all. And we will continue to make this a thing. And to all the people that support, I love you. And if you're not a supporter, that's cool. But you ain't going to stop nothing here. So let's close this thing out. Jadakiss. Oh, this is Ja Rule featuring Jadakiss featuring Fat Joe. New York, New York. Hip hop is back. I love it. Let's get into it. I love it. I love it. Best, 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 Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Energy high. Energy high. Let's get rid of this down south stuff, man. It's too much. Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the chance.
Talk to him, Ja Rule. He needs some milk. We ain't playing up here in New York. I got a honey guns and honey clips. Oh shit! Yeah, oh I'm from shit! New York, yeah, New York. And you can tell the way the homies spit. That nigga, I'm from New York. New York. I got a hundred ways to make a grip. Yes, I'm from New York, New York. And you can tell I get real ignorant. This nigga, I'm from New York, New York. And this is how we do. Nigga, I can see the coke in your nose. This ain't a movie, even he got his head blown on the globe. And I was just about to find God. But now that Mace is back, I think I'd much rather find him enough. Oh shit! I'm talking crazy how the AK spit. But we don't disinvestigate and they ain't spread. Got the industry shook like nah, nigga Joe gon' let him loose on me. True story of living a team pack. Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. My nigga Dre said crime cook. Now we killing them hard, nigga said I must have found Punch Rhyme book. Got bitches on top of the phantom. And the pinky got bling like the ring around Saturn. Y'all the Marcos And you already know the Talk to him, kiss. I'm from New York. New York, yeah, rough riding D block and shit. Nigga, fuck what you thought. You thought, and you can't take shit for granted. Cause life is too short, too short. Yeah, got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. Nigga, I'm from New York. This is how I swear it couldn't be sweeter. Life's a bitch, depending on how you treat her. You might get rich. It's guaranteed you're gonna die, and you might get missed for maybe two or three hours till they light these splits. And that coke could get you a long time. But when I let them know the dope is out, it's like America Online. Why you a walking? And you know they say that you deserved it whenever you die with your eyes open. I still hold it tight. Cause I'm in the hood like them little motorcycles. Stick up kids hopping out with the old rifles. Just doing shit for nothing. It's so Spiteful, high. I'm just like you. The word that niggas want to murk you is in the air. Uh, a double shot of yak and the purple is in the air. Uh, and I'm not cocky, I'm confident. So when you tell me I'm the best, it's a Nigga, I'm from New York, New York. And you can tell the way the homies spit. That nigga, I'm from New York, New York. I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. Nigga, I'm from New York. Congratulations, you played yourself. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you, right, let me tell you, <laughs> we don't care. Ha ha! Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. That was Ja Rule featuring Fat Joe featuring Jadakiss, New York, New York. And with that being said, the time has come. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I love y'all. We will continue to grow much more than you know. Love y'all. Stay tuned. A lot coming in the works. And I'm out. JR, best goddamn podcast on the planet. Best, 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 best.
Another one, another one. Dom the monkey. <laughs>